the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Thank you for your warm hospitality and welcome. I am honored to be here in this beautiful capital today. And on behalf of my husband and the people of the United States, Buenas tardes. <laughs> That's Dr. Jill Biden, famed author of the best-selling book of 35 copies, Jill Biden down, representing the American people in Ecuador. Good gracious. Um, thank you for letting me start off this hour with a laugh. Glad to be here with you guys. Our dose of the Andrea Case. You've got to throw in a little Espanol down there for Jill Biden. <laughs> All right. Glad to have you guys here with me for hour two. Thanks for sticking around. We are continuing to stream live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. You can call in 888-344-1170. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> um Here's a question for y'all. It looks as though I'm about to play a clip here in a minute before I bring in my man here. Let me tell y'all, I'm about to play a clip in here that has everybody think, or at least me thinking, those of us that typically, you know, start to ask second and third level questions are the Democrats. I mean, we did play. We just played last segment, that clip from Nancy Pelosi. She's doing her best. God, God bless her heart. Right. I mean, talking about how. Biden's a great president. Look, they know the real deal. They know that the American people aren't going to hold on much longer with no baby formula, $10 a gallon of gas, and not even be able to afford chicken wings. Okay, they know that. Okay, they know when the American people won't be able to afford a barbecue on 4th of July. Joe Biden might have to go. And that. And my question for y'all is, do you think that there's a chance that they're going to try to push Joe Biden out by using Hunter Biden and the laptop and what's emerging from that as a way to get him to resign. 888-344-1170 or any other topic. Last hour, we talked about the World Health Organization, what's going on there. That's We're starting to get some momentum in terms of the media and people starting to talk about that story. So 888-344-1170. Now I'm going to bring in my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. And the answer to that is yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, in flat, in, in flat, <laughs> making up words. I'm kind of silly tonight. I'm kind of in a silly mood, and I shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, let's. Um, it's a little bit of a long clip, and but I, I want to play almost all of it. I mean, it's not terribly long, but I, since Americans have the attention spans of gnats these days, it can seem like a two-minute clip is a long clip. But it was actually quite shocking because you're going to hear a clip from NBC News 
going in hard, not 100% hard, but about 90% hard on Hunter Biden to the degree to where I was shocked and, and thinking, okay, yeah, this is it. They're gonna, they're trying to get rid of Biden like now. Please play uh, clip seven. In Washington, new concerns about Hunter Biden's finances and NBC News analysis of his hard drive and iCloud account found Biden and his firm made $11 million over five years. So where did it all come from? NBC News senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson is following the money. With federal prosecutors pouring over Hunter Biden's finances, investigating whether he violated federal tax law, the representative for the president's son tells NBC News his IRS bill totaling about $2 million has been paid off. Two people familiar with the matter say the money was arranged by one of the younger Biden's new attorneys, Hollywood lawyer Kevin Morris, best known for brokering a deal for the South Park TV show. Does paying that tax bill wash away any liability that Hunter Biden may have now? Paying the tax bill, if in fact that's what he did, doesn't undo the crime. It would be like returning money to a bank that you robbed. You still robbed the bank. The president's son. Yeah, let's stop that for just a second. I mean, they're not only talking about the fact they come out hard about the fact that he's made $11 million in five years. That's a huge number. And there is nobody, even even Joe Biden himself talking about what a smart man he is, the smartest guy I know, can can explain how this man earned, deserved to be paid $11 million by anybody. That's an insane amount of money in five years. And the fact that then on top of it, what everybody already knows about him and already saw the images and they already know that he fathered some baby with some stripper that he met, that that he had to be sued in order to pay child support for. This man's a mess. There's absolutely nothing about his life. And I'm not putting down anybody with any kind of drug or alcohol addiction. But the bottom line is you, you cannot have any cognizance of what this man's life has been like for the past 10 years and the time frame in which he was making this money and believe it was legitimate. So the first thing that's key there, I think, in the story, that it's NBC News and they put a dollar figure on it that's astronomically high at a time when people can't afford in, in, in this country to pay for chicken wings. That's, that is a shot across the bow at Joe Biden. Then they go in to talk about the fact that even if he pays the tax bill, it doesn't wash away any crime he might have committed. That's like dropping the Moab, the mother of all bombs. It's almost Hiroshima Nagasaki level. You this this at a time in which NBC News, which is MSNBC and CNN, have done everything that they could do to, and and continue to do, even through their disinformation czar up until recently, claim that the Biden laptop was all a hoax. And even when they authenticated the laptop itself, these news outlets didn't authenticate the materials on it. There's no other explanation for me at this point, Skins, for them to be going in hard like this. If they if this was not them looking and going, you know what? Uh, we got Trump out. We kept him out of office. We, we, we managed to succeed at that. But at this point, this dude's got to go. And, you know, as bad as Kamala is and not liked, they know that the buck stops with Biden with where the economy is and maybe they need to reset a couple of things, but he can be their scapegoat. He, they can put it on him and cast him out. Yeah, um, I want to play a little bit more of this because they go in even deeper on this story. I mean, this is like something that Tucker Carlson would put out. 
and his company brought in about $11 million between 2013 and 2018, working as an attorney, a board member to a Ukrainian gas company accused of bribing a prosecutor, and for a joint venture involving a Chinese businessman now accused of fraud, according to an NBC News analysis of a copy of Biden's hard drive and iCloud account obtained by NBC from a representative for Rudy Giuliani, as well as documents released by a Senate committee. During the campaign, then-candidate Biden denied his son profited off a China connection. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. The records show Hunter Biden's company received nearly $5 million in consulting contracts from that joint venture funded by a Chinese energy company. A snapshot of Hunter Biden's spending shows that for about five months in late 2017 and early 2018, he spent more than $200,000 a month on things like luxury hotel rooms, cash withdrawals, dental work and payments on a Porsche, according to documents on the hard drive. A time period in which Hunter Biden has acknowledged struggling with drug addiction. His laptop itself. Yeah, they they go on. That is some serious detail. That is that's quite an indictment of of him and his activities and what he's done. And and for them to flat out mention and the clip that you hear of Joe Biden was the debate between him and Trump in which he denied to Chris Wallace that his son had anything to do that it was a lie that his son had anything to do with Chinese uh, co- companies and in the and in this 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 was a, a TV broadcast of course they showed the name of Burisma they showed the face of the disgraced Chinese guy they are going after Hunter Biden and I think the deal is you get out of here and we'll allow you you step down and we'll allow you to pardon Hunter on the way out final question uh, before break do you think they want him gone before the midterms that's a good question that's a really interesting strategy question. And, and probably so. And I think that one of the reasons why Kamala was out uh, uh, at the front of this abortion thing, it could be one of the reasons why the, the Roe v. Wade thing was leaked, got to turn it more towards women. Kamala's the face for that. Um, I, I think I, I, they've got to be thinking to get rid of him before the midterms. They have to be thinking that. I think they thought they were going to get through the primaries and then they got to get him out. But their approval rating cannot get much lower. They know just about the entire American population is against them. Yeah, because let me tell you all something. The Democrats, I, and this is something that I, I, I told Ron Neering years ago, we need to stop trying to pick some guy that you guys think is electable and try to beat that square peg into a round hole uh, because you guys think he's the middle of the road. He's the electable Republican. I said, the Democrats don't do that. The Democrats are all about their agenda and what their platform is, and they will support whoever they think is going to push the best person to push their agenda. They're all about the agenda, less about the name of who the individual was. They rallied behind Barack Obama because he was the perfect spokesperson for their Marxist agenda, and they knew that he could help sell it and get it over. But it really wasn't about Barack Obama. Remember, Joe Biden said he was the first articulate black person, clean person he had ever seen. They didn't love Barack Obama, and the Democrat Party doesn't love Joe Biden either. They don't give a rat's hiney about Joe Biden or anybody else. All they care about is their end game, and they will push him out in a second and do it before the midterms. This was an about face about this baby formula. Them calling on the Pentagon, just like it was an about face uh, for them to to get rid of this disinformation campaign. They're scrambling right now. They are scared to death that we're going to that we are going to kill them in the midterms. That's why they one reason why they're pushing hard on on uh, World Health Organization sovereignty. And I think you're right. I think if they're going to do it, excuse me, I think they've got to do it before the midterms. What's the point afterwards? 
I don't know. I don't know what the point would be afterwards. So and they want as much momentum. Uh, you know, Pelosi thinks they have a good chance in November. Yeah, fat chance at that. But the best thing to do to get some good PR, get rid of the big guy. Yeah, they know he's a train wreck. In fact, let's end this segment with a little moment of non-clarity from him. And then we're going to take a break and go to your calls. Uh, <laughs> this is your daily moment of non-clarity. Clip two. I'm sorry, I'm cracking up before the clip. <laughs> I welcome Sweden and, fi- and F- Finland choosing that responsibility as well. This is going to benefit all of our people. And today, the president, prime minister, and I committed that we're going to work together to remain vigilant against the threats to our shared security and deter and confront any aggression while Finland and Sweden are in this accession process. There's nothing going to be missed, as my mother would say, between the cup and the lip. (laughs) We're in once it is moving forward. What? <laughs> what the? Huh? <laughs> yeah, they're, they'll be quite happy to get rid of that dude. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, we're actually got uh, a Republican who's running for governor in the state of California. It is not just going to be handed over to Gavin Newsom. And you're going to hear from California gubernatorial candidate Lonnie Sorter when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. At the bottom of the hour, uh, we will go back to taking your calls. But now we've got a special phone call. We've got a first-time guest on The Andrea K Show. And I think it's the first time he's run for governor anywhere, including the state of California. And I was glad to hear that he is because I don't like the Gavin Newsom was was seemingly running unopposed. We need strong conservatives to step up to the plate and be willing to throw their hat in the ring and fight hard for this nation. And he is doing that. His name is Lonnie Souter. And he comes highly recommended, and I'm excited to meet him and hear all about his story and why he's running for governor. Hi, Lonnie Sorter. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here, too, and I'm glad you're running for governor. It's not an easy thing to do. So why are you doing it? Who are you? Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm just a regular guy that is pretty sick and tired of what we're seeing come out of Sacramento. You know, the harder we work, the more they take, the more they take, the more they spend. And it puts backwards year over year. I think it's time that we kind of cleaned up Sacramento, brought in a couple of dump trucks and hauled out the trash for a while. Well, yeah, think, cause... <laughs> uh, we're not we're not completely lost, but we're getting pretty close if we don't make a change. Yeah, we are. In fact, uh, there was an article that came out today, National News. I think it was on the Hill that said of the 10 most expensive cities in the United States, I think four of them were here. I mean, we're San Diego. San Diego is more expensive than Honolulu, Hawaii. I mean, the you know, it's not as though the taxing and spending has gotten us anywhere, Lonnie. Well, nobody can afford in San Diego County now. The median price of a home is a million dollars more than uh, Honolulu. Homelessness has increased in San Diego ten percent. You can't even get around in L.A. now. I'm not sure. I think you're up in the Truckee area. So homelessness is, is a problem. Um, there, there, by, there's no quantitative measure that's good in California. Not at this point, unfortunately. I mean, we're dealing with people that, you know, they've been in office for, gosh, a really long time. They're all career politicians. And these are the same people that condemn 
you know, people shooting each other on the street, but yet they turn right around and they want to pass laws that say, we'll go ahead and allow you to murder children up to 28 days after birth. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. these are the people that we're dealing with and they need to go home. Yeah, like end up in, and and also these are the same people that let I don't I know how many rapists and murderers and convicted, uh, you know, f- felons out on the street because they might get covid like I care, Lonnie, that somebody who murdered somebody might get the, the Rona and die Bye. I mean, this is insane. Now we've got to where if you steal up to a thousand dollars worth of worth of property, we've got people going back into the same drugstore three times, four times a day stealing. You know, it's just it's out of control. And um, so what's your plan? What's your plan to deal with homelessness? What would be your plan to deal with affordable housing? Tell us, what, what would you do? Well, let's start with homelessness. You know, the, the issue with homelessness is not housing first. I mean, we've seen what that's done. They've spent $14 billion over three years and nothing's changed. It's actually gotten worse year over year. I mean, today it came out in San, uh, news media came out from San Diego uh, over the last year, homelessness went up 10%. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's absurd, but they're still standing firm on housing first. The issue is we've got to get to the root of the problem, which is drug addiction, mental issues, why people are out on the street. I mean, honestly, you can't expect people to move in, give them a home, get better when you're giving them free crack pipes and needles. Well, yeah, that yeah. Stop it before it starts. Well, yeah. In fact, the Biden administration uh, had lied and said that their safe smoking um, packages that went out didn't have crack pipes in it. And then, of course, it was the investigations was done and it was true. They're literally handing out crack pipes, you know, and, and the problem has been made worse with the legalization of marijuana, which is a gateway drug um, here in San Diego. It's homelessness has gone up in spite of the fact that a Republican mayor, Kevin Faulkner, Lonnie Sorter, paid used $40 million of covid money to house 900 homeless people in our convention center. And when the money ran out, they went back out on the streets. It didn't solve anything. They also, after Gavin Newsom seized control and shut down hotels and the hospitality industry during COVID, he used some of the empty hotels to put to get rid of the homeless encampments in Santa Ana and the Hobo jungles to put them up in hotels. And after 90 days, they hadn't they were still, you know, wanting to do their drugs and the mental illness hadn't gone away and they were back out on the streets. Now, Gavin Newsom's plan is to have a uh, I think he calls it the CARE Act or whatever the CARE program to where the people can be uh, committed by family members and medical professionals. Do you agree with that? I don't. I think that we need to get people into some kind of a processing center. I think San Diego called it a bridge shelter. Well, that's a great idea if you want people to stay there. People need to get off the street and get into a center where they can be evaluated, and then they need to be sent to where they can truly get the help. You don't send a, a drug addict to some mental institution. First, you've got to get them clean, mm-hmm. and then you can figure out how to fix the other problems. The last step in a process is to give them some housing. Shelter is a good place, but getting treatment is important. Housing is the least of the concern. Well, I, I think you're absolutely right. We're talking to Lonnie Sorter. He's running for California governor. Um, I like your plan on the homelessness. Um, I should probably have back. I should probably backtrack and because I probably should have started with election integrity, because you know what, Lonnie, if, if elections don't matter, nothing matters. And I know here in San Diego County, friends of mine that are running this, the Republican Party have figured out a way to, to overcome. And I'm not going to share what their plan is and how they overcome the shenanigans in place. But that's not happening around the rest of the state. And um, there are the motor voter registration where illegals are registering to 
to vote and the mail-in and mail-in fraud, et cetera. What would you do to clean up our election situation here in California? Well, you know, people think I'm pretty drastic when I when I say this, but we got to get back to basics. I think we need to go to a one-day vote. Mm-hmm. We need to do paper ballots, and we need to make it where people actually have to show up and show their ID to vote. If people can't leave their home to go to a vote center, do we really need them voting? I mean, this used to be a priority. It used to be a badge of honor, standing there talking with your neighbors, your friends, your relatives, while you're standing in line to vote. Mm-hmm. And you get the sticker and you get out of there and everybody said, hey, did you vote? That's where we need to go. Mail-in and all this other nonsense. There are too many people touching the ballots long before they get counted. Whether there's a fraud, anything going on, it doesn't matter. The seed of doubt is there. So people will never believe that our integrity for the elections is in place. There's yeah. always doubt now. Right. And, and I'm glad you brought up the um, what used to be. And it is a privilege. And if you're and if you don't care enough to get yourself there, then that's your choice. The there, you know, the the left likes to yammer that any election integrity laws are trying to, you know, steal somebody's right to vote and infringe upon the civil rights to vote. There's no American who doesn't have the right to vote. What they don't have and should not have is the convenience method of their choice. And because that just leaves it rife for fraud in this country. And that's what's happened. And there's even been too many Republicans that are on board with absentee ballots, because what if I want to take a vacation? Well, that's your choice. Individual choice, right? You want to take a vacation on election day then go take a vacation but why should you get to compromise my vote through your desire for convenience and when i was in college at lsu i was broke had no money no wheels i don't even remember how i got my way all the way across town to downtown baton rouge with no money and no transportation to vote but i cared enough about voting enough to get myself there and i stood in line for like three hours and i got to vote and it was the greatest day of my life and if you don't care enough to do that i don't care enough about having your vote so i agree with you there um lonnie that's, Um, that's exactly right so let's talk about some other issues. I know that uh, the border is not something that uh, governors say that they can do much about because that's the federal government. What would you do with the border situation? Well, first of all, that's a cop out. Governors have a lot of pull within their state. We don't need to solve the country's border crisis. We can start by solving our own. And we should secure our border and shut it down and let people come through the legal way. We're not saying don't ever come to our country. We're saying if you want to come here, come legally, do the process, walk through the border, drive through the border, get checked, go through the whole process. But illegals pouring over, that just brings illegal drugs, human trafficking, and it brings all the bad stuff with it. We need to control that. The one tool that our governor has never even thought of using is our National Guard. Our border agents are down there working 24-7 to secure the border the best they can, but they're ill-equipped. They don't have the right tools. Send our National Guard from the state of California down there to support them, to take care of the logistics. Let these guys really apprehend the illegals coming across. Yep. Hey, Lonnie, can I ask you a favor? Can I ask you to hold over a break? Because I want to get into sure. some some cultural issues, because I think that, you know, politics is downstream from culture. And the, the Republican Party is just shied too much away from the cultural issues, which are really what's taking us left in this country. And I would love it if you, you'll stick around and we can get into some of that when we come back. Hey, this is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer San Diego and California gubernatorial candidate Lonnie Sorter is going to stay with me. So don't you go away. 
Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show 888-344-1170. Continue our discussion, our super fun discussion with Lonnie Sorter who's running for California governor here. Uh, dedicating his time to try to help restore this once formerly great state of California that's now the most expensive place to live in the country. And um, y'all know the rest of the story of what's happening here. All right. So, Lonnie, let's talk some cultural stuff because the Republican Party, particularly here in California, one of the reasons why this state's been allowed to go so so far left is because the Republicans have ignored the cultural stuff. When when Arnold Schwarzenegger ran for governor, he said, I'm a fiscal conservative and a social liberal. Those two things are, are, are cannot mutually exist. You can't be socially liberal and fiscally conservative because it's the social programs, the entitlement programs um, that uh, destroy economies. And hasn't that been the case here? Absolutely. And the reason why he said that is because he was trying to, you know, join, I guess, bridge the aisles. He was trying to get votes from both sides of the aisle. Yeah. Whether he really believed it or not, I don't know. But it started us down the spiral of uncontrolled spending. And what we've seen over the last several years is the uncontrolled spending has taken us to levels where our taxes are the highest. Well, you see it every time you go fill up the gas tank. Now we're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because gas is expensive. It's because the, our government keeps taking from us and adding more costs to it. So, yeah, they the Republican Party has never fought back on any of this stuff. They've let it happen. And mm-hmm. you know what they say. All we need for the forces of evil to rule this world is enough good men and women to do nothing. Right. And that's exactly what's happened. They've yeah. just been sitting idle. Yeah, and and these socially liberal programs sound really good on bumper stickers, and it and it appeases the masses who don't understand that it's Marxism, it's communism, and they're like carrots that get dangled. Nobody should die without health care, and um, you know all these platitudes. And what they are is when you um, create a dependency society, the open border is about bringing people here and making them dependent on the government. Uh, The the COVID crackdowns that took place was really all about seizing uh, an opportunity for the left to seize control over every aspect of our lives. Um, Through the guise of public health, Gavin Newsom shut down entire industries, told people when they could go to work, what they could do with their business, how far people could stand apart, when you could leave your home home, uh, what to do with our bodies, and those kinds of communistic crackdowns under the guise of taking care of us are, are in some ways here to stay. And what I'm looking for in a governor is somebody who's going to take over and say, I'm going to sign into law and make it illegal through executive order for, uh, for um, forced shots, uh, forced closures of businesses, anything related to these health care mandates. What would you do about these health care mandates? I would do exactly what you just said. My number one step is through executive order. We'll end the state of emergency and we will end the mandates because they're just nonsense. All they were was a power grab, you know, and we've been saying it all along. It's a pandemic, and it all was, I'm not going to say whether people got sick with COVID that that's, you know, it happens, but the real issue with it is, is they, the left seized upon that opportunity to take control over our personal lives. And with the mandates, they, they displace people from their jobs. Do you wonder why we have an issue with unemployment? It's because they told people you can't work unless you get vaccinated or you take a shot. Uh, some words I probably can't say, but that's all right. So 
with that, we need to stop all that nonsense. We need to bring those people back to work. And if they were wrongfully terminated because of their own personal medical choices, give them their jobs back. Let's right, right the wrong. Let's start from scratch and let's go forward and, and make it about the people again and not the politicians. You know, when really when po- politics replace principles, it's time to replace the politicians. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, because this country was founded not on entitlement programs uh, that the government should provide you health care, a roof over your head, that the government should give you a free college education and wipe out the student loan debt that you signed your name to. Um, You know, that's that's all communist, you know, ideals. And it's not what this country was founded on. This country was founded on opportunity. We owe you, you, this country doesn't owe anybody anything. You're not entitled to anything except opportunity. And that, that exists equally for every American. And that includes individual liberty and individual responsibility for your choices that you make as, a, as an individual. And um, let's get into some other cultural things. We're talking to Lonnie Sorter, who's running for California governor. One of the things that's been most disturbing that the Republican Party has backed off on addressing that's been brewing for a long time and has now reached a crescendo in the form of trying uh, schools uh, teaching and literally trying to recruit children into transgenderism. Uh, what's going on with our children in, in this state and in our nation is uh, uh, depraved, it's demonic, and it needs to stop. I'm looking for a governor to make it illegal for any parent or any school or any doctor to put a child on puberty blockers and begin a physical transformation, your thoughts? I agree with you. That is just, it's unnatural. I mean, I believe in the Bible. I believe in God. And I, I serve my life serving Jesus Christ. And with that, you got to go back all the way to Genesis. God created them both, male and female. There's not any other genders. If you're born a girl, stay a girl. If you're born a boy, stay a boy. God designed it that way. We should not be messing with that. And you're right. It's demonic. It's depraved. And it needs to stop. And as governor, I will stop that. I will make it illegal in our school system. The big deal is the school teachers unions are driving these changes. Mm -hmm. And so we need to break that a little bit. I don't know that we'll get rid of this unions. But we need to break that control over the political buyout. Yeah, and I like what uh, I, I like what uh, our man DeSantis has done in Florida. I think the parental rights. Uh, so much of it is about. Uh, trying to government getting between uh, the parent and the child. And, you know, this has been a long time com- coming. When Hillary Clinton said it takes a village to raise a child, she meant it. And it, we see that in action now. I mean, we actually have these school board members and these teachers and, and government officials saying when these kids are in school, they're ours. And we need cameras in the classroom because part of the problem is, is we can think that Governor DeSantis or even um, Governor Yunkin in, in Virginia can sign a measure into law that they can't teach CRT and they can't trans kids. But these schools are finding end arounds. They're they're having they're setting up closets in the schools where they're um, cha- letting ch- kids change clothes into some other some other gender and hiding from the parents uh, what they're doing. And, and um, we, we need transparency. We need to make sure that not only do we have executive orders that are, are attempting to stop this, but that there's also a, a measure of, of inspection to take place. I agree. And I support cameras in the classrooms 100%. And I also think the flip side of that is anybody caught doing this and 
encouraging kids to go through this change because they're trying to push their specific lifestyle, that's a crime and they need to be punished and they need to be punished to the full extent of the law. Granted, we've got to change the laws because they've all been given away anyway. What, there's no accountability anymore. Right. Well, we need to Lonnie, make people that are doing these things accountable. Right. I mean, they would be accountable if some of these conversations that these teachers are having with kids in schools and there was and, and the pornography that's being being and, and taught to kids in school. If that those conversations and that was going on, if it's at, at another parent's house for a play date, that parent would be arrested. There was a mom. I can't remember what school district it was at a few, couple days ago where she was starting to read from a book her 13 year old was given and told to memorize and the school board said we have to stop you right here because what you're reading is profane and we can't allow you to read that and she's like this is what you're teaching my child in school and i can't even read it aloud here that teacher should be arrested because it was it, it's it, it's porn, it's pornography so we've got crimes committed in our classroom and, and these are areas that the republican party has not been willing to be as vocal as you are about it and that's really what we need they're too scared to, to to address these because they're scared they're going to lose votes. Well, I say Donald Trump, when he came out and started calling out this stuff and started calling out late term abortion and started calling out the open borders, he got he ended up with more votes. That's how he won. It, this is not this is not a, a blueprint for losing. This is a blueprint for winning, because a lot of these issues, particularly the cultural ones, Lonnie Sorter really cross all lines. I mean, the polls show that the vast majority of Americans do not think that children should be trans- transitioning genders. I, I agree. I've seen all those polls. And you know what people really want? People want the truth. They're tired of the lies. They're tired of the false promises. They're tired of people not solving problems. People, meaning the politicians, they make all these promises. They don't do anything about it because they need talking points for the next election cycle. Mm-hmm. So they just want to put Band-Aids on until the next election. So they right can bring it all up again as a distraction. I'm here to speak the truth and to work on solving the issues to get us back on track so that we can actually be great again. I know it's Donald Trump saying, but come on, California was pretty awesome and we need to bring it back to that. Yeah. um, Honestly, it's time to stand. It is. And have you had any support or any conversations with anybody from the California Republican Party? You know, it's interesting. I get many, many emails daily asking for money. But not once have they ever reached out and said, hey, we see that you're running, you're a Republican. What can we do to help you with your campaign? It's been total crickets on their side. Wow. So It's just the way it is. In my mind, the Republican Party has become nothing more than just a bunch of talking heads. It's time to roll up our sleeves, get the voters out and have voters choose their candidate based on policies and what they're going to do. Forget the promises, forget mm-hmm. the feel good, and get the emotion out of it. Let's do the right thing. Absolutely. Tell everybody how they can support your campaign. You know, I, the best support we can get is if you get out and vote. I know they send them right to your house. All you got to do is check the box next to Lonnie Sorter. That would be the best way to support me. Or you can go to the website, sorterforgovernor.com. Um, send us a message through my story. We'd love to hear from you and see what the hot topics are for you. And if you are so inclined and you want to donate, there's a donate button there, too. We don't ask for money on purpose because you're working hard enough to earn your dollars. You should keep it. Government's already taken way too much. Well, Lonnie Sorter, man, I'm loving everything that you shared with us tonight. God bless you. Thank you for being here. And we'll have you back real soon. Great. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. 
is we got more Andrea K show coming up 888-344-1170 AK dynamite and address or just Andrea K whatever you call her don't call her fake news it's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego Hi Andrea I believe as a merchant that all and lifetime businessmen that all businesses should be required to follow the same regulations. We have zoning laws for a reason. We have business licenses for a reason. Businesses are required to carry liability insurance, so protect their customers. Businesses are required to collect sales tax and and pay sales tax and pay minimum wage and withhold on their employees. The street vendors do none of that. So they're operating in an unfair advantage. Now, if we had a shortage of business of, of jobs right now, I might feel a little differently about some of the street vendors. But right now, every company is trying to hire people, and they can't because people have gone underground. So my main belief is it should be the same for everyone. Thank you. Well, thank you for calling Caller on our comment line, available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 844 844- And that was in response to the story we did last night about the new taxes and fees and regulations on street vendors. Okay, but we got some callers waiting on the line. Troy's on the line. He's got something he wants to say because back at the open of the hour, I was talking about, are they trying to get rid of Biden? And I believe they are. And I don't know, Troy, are you agreeing with me? Absolutely not. What? No way. What, Troy? Who calls in the AK show and disagrees with AK? <laughs> me. Um, follow me on this. It's okay. not too hard when you really think about it. They start do, with the whole Hunter Biden situation. Okay. If they really want to get rid of him, Hunter Biden is obviously the son of Joe Biden. Yeah. He's learned to take care of number one himself first. If he gets thrown under the bus, who do you think he's going to take with him? Joe. Exactly. And who do you think Joe's going to Joe's going to take with him after that? It's going to be an entire house of cards. They can't afford to get rid of him other than to literally kill him. So you're thinking that Joe's got the goods on other Democrats. And so if Joe gets pushed, well, see, here's how I here's where I disagree. And then we've got another caller holding him. I have to leave it there, dear Troy. Um, I think that. The way they're going to I think they're going to plead to him and say, look, you don't want your son to go down. And they know that that's that's Biden's soft spot. And Joe, you go and we'll allow you to pardon pardon Hunter on the way out and um, and uh, or not even have to pardon him. We'll bury this investigation and you can go off into the sunset with your family and your whole family can avoid corruption investigations and Hunter can stay out of jail. And I think that that's how they'll get rid of him, because whatever skeletons or any any of the Democrats closets it doesn't compare to joe biden and the biden a crime family just my opinion but troy thank you for calling in and sharing yours all right we got a few minutes left on the show mel wants to call in after hearing uh, governor candidate uh lonnie sorter he's got some advice for the republican party go mel hello hi my sister keep up the good work thank you doll I, what's your advice no, this time i haven't had these republican candidates talk about how the church can back their agenda. The, we, what we need to do is to make the pastors get the message. They, the churches have slept for too long. Look, I had to, when we were doing the Focus 5 on Channel 10 years ago, 
I left my academic credentials, went to churches, Lutheran, Methodist, Presbyterian, and told them the challenges we face in this country. Okay? And that is what we need to do. We have to stir up the churches. They have slept for too long. Look at the gains the liberals have made in academia. Mm -hmm. I am part of it. Okay? Well, yeah, uh, so I know what goes on in academia. Yeah, but well, we have to follow Christ and get His message to the people in this country and beyond. Yes, and so I, yep. need to play a you're right. And I hear you talking about those issues, which is what has drawn you also closer to me. These, uh, you know, last few days that I decided to call you and that you have been listening to your show for a long time. So let's let the churches get the message. Let's give them strategies. I've been doing that in different churches. All right. That, let me jump in here, Mel, because that's a great idea. You're right. Not yeah. only the churches, you know, um, Mitt Romney would, would have won in 2012 if the churches, yeah. if the Christians had come out and vote. And they didn't because they didn't like the fact that he was a Mormon. Well, so instead they allowed a communist, a Marxist, get a, 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 a second term, Barack Obama. And look at and, and that was on top of him allowing, if not killing Americans that were fighting for their lives in Benghazi. No excuse why any Christian did, did not go out and vote. But it gets even worse than that. Not only do we not have enough Christians, Mel, going to the to, to vote, we don't have enough of them running for office. And even, it gets even worse than that. We've got too many churches that have acquiesced, that have actually started preaching lies from the pulpit and abandoning the gospel and the word of God. And that is absolutely shameful. And I, what I tell people, and, and then I hear even from Christians, Mel, that tell me, I, you know, or, or tell their flock, turn off the news. It's so negative. You got to manage your thought life. Well, the Lord did not tell us we were not going to ever get bad news. We're not, we're not supposed to maintain our joy in, by never hearing any bad news. No, we're, in fact, we're supposed to maintain our joy in spite of any circumstances going on around us that's the good news that we are we are obligated to share and it should be our ministry to go out and try to turn america away from its sin to try to restore america's judeo-christian and uh, principles and values on which this country was founded so you're absolutely right mel thank you for calling in and sharing that i'm up i've only got a minute left on the show so i'm gonna have to say goodbye to you and bring in my man skins anything you want to share on that topic skins no, I agree with Mel and with you. There's so many uh, churches, you know, there's a lot that do, but uh, but there's so many churches that don't talk about what really is, you know, the, the, the gospel message. It's all about prosperity and, you know, that doesn't really do anything at the end of the day. And as Mel was saying, we have to make sure that the Republican Party is connected with the church. A lot of the values are the same. And I think that we've really missed the boat the last decade or so. With right. That. I mean, I know of a couple of churches here in San Diego County that saw what was going on with this COVID and stood up and said, no, you're trying to replace God with state with these with these measures. And we're not going to go along with it, too. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, great advice, Mel. Thanks to the callers tonight. Thank you to our guests. Thank you, Skins. We'll be back tomorrow night, Friday, fun day. We're going to have some fun tomorrow night. We're also going to have Bob Walters with our education seg- uh, segment. So come on back. See you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star 
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.